Hello. Hi. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Season two. Season two. Very excited. And yeah. um, it's uh, it's been a while, hasn't it? Quite a lot has it's... happened in yes. between when we first uh, did our very, very first episode looking mm-hmm. at this. So um, when did we even start it? I'm not, I don't even know. So was it, it was... 2019 or 18? I think it was 2019. I think it was right. December 2019. Yeah. We were oblivious to everything that might have been coming mm. up. And now um, quite a lot's happened. So you've got a book out. Yes, that came out in August last year. Now, gosh, it feels so long. I can't believe how long ago it was now. So August 2021. I didn't mm. actually bring this with me to sort of vlog because this is mm. a podcast, but I'm currently showing Bilal a copy of the book. It's called Catch Your Breath and you can get it on uh, a hardback, uh, Kindle and audiobook from all your favourite retailers. And it was released in the USA uh, about a month yes. ago as well. We but have a lot of American American listeners. Yes. Anyway, look, let's talk about the episode. So something good as well is that you've watched the whole series. Yes. I've only just watched the first episode. Have you just now? Yeah. Yeah, earlier today. So the thing we're hearing from people generally is that this season is better than the last. That's what people across the board seem to be saying i thought this episode was very good i thought, I thought really this fun. episode was good but i thought it mm. was almost like a crossover between last season and mm. then this new upcoming one which we'll talk about in future episodes because if you remember last season was all these sort of mini short stories mm. and they kind of wrapped up before each episode uh, yeah. so there was no real sort of cliffhanger on to the next one it was almost like yeah. you watched each episode in its, uh, in its own right. And that was one similar. of the things I hated about 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 that. Like, because I love a good cliffhanger. It's just the best, isn't it? And I felt like the first season didn't have any really, did it? Or any yeah, lin- just... linearity as well. So there was yeah. there was no continuity of the story. So you could just mm. pick it up and leave it. I saw what they were trying to do, but it was and the, oh, there was the whole jumping back and forth thing in the timeline. Yeah. So you're trying to work that, out where you a were. lot of people were annoyed about that. Yeah, but there's some changes in this. Mm. which before we get to the episode actually that I noticed straight away um so, and there're definitely some changes that have lent themselves from the well from the from the games potentially so for instance one of mm. them is Siri's eyebrows yes i was going to say she looks a lot better now she looks more like the Siri we know from the game exactly yeah, yeah. And, Apparently in an interview, it was, it was her choice too to do it, the uh, actor's choice, because it was just proving quite a lot of work having to bleach eyebrows every time and then also get <laughs> lo- looks from people as well. So decided yeah. not to do it. And actually, I think it looks a lot better. So it looks better think- and she looks a bit more, she looks a bit like Geralt. She's got kind of the same look which she has in the game, which is, you know, he's kind of her dad, isn't he? Mm. Sort of. Which is quite nice. I'll tell you what though, it's, it did make me think also... <laughs> yeah is that um, it made me realise, because I watched the second uh, season, the first episode uh, with Joe at the time, and mm-hmm. if you've played The Witcher 3, um, you'll, you, you'll know certain, like, some of the monsters and stuff. And I think if, you play, if you're watching it with someone who's played it before, it's probably really irritating, because I sat there at the start of the episode going, oh my God, it's a Brooksa. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, it's a Brooksa, right. sort of thing. And then, of course, Joe's going, what, 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 what the hell, he, what, a Brooks? A Brooks what? So... I th- it must be, there's a different level of excitement if you've played the games or read the books or if you're watching yeah. this for the first time. So, and, oh, I was yeah, also th- yeah. and I was also thinking, because they, they were obviously trying to com- make a, a Game of Thrones. They were trying, they're trying to mm. use this as the next Game of Thrones, basically on, on Netflix. And I was wondering how much uh, the games may have held back 
any sort of development from that point of view because bear in mind we're sort of every, you know there's lots of people who are into the witcher because they've played the game as well as read the books mm-hmm. but i wonder how much that impacts them being able to um you know feel free to well know, that's the thing things. the first season felt quite far away from the game from the witcher 3 i mean which is the big popular one so i've got i've got a load of notes that i made when i watched the episode we begin with a monster killing two people in the snow. Now, did you know it was a Brookser at that point? That's the point I started going, oh my God, oh my God, it's a Brookser, it's a Brookser, it's a Brookser, Brookser. Yeah. Wow, that's, that, is, that is good. I didn't, I wasn't sure. I didn't, because I didn't know what it Do you remember in the game when you find that Brookser in Toussaint? That was the... Right. <laughs> yeah. In the, in, the, in the wine cellar. There's, um, there's a Brookser there and it just reminded me of that because of, you didn't really see anything. There was just footprints and oh. then also... So that must have been intentional. And also, um, they, they were the killings were very much like the game in terms of people sliced in half, sort of thing. Yes, and also that goes on. So you have the opening titles, and then you see that battlefield, that big battle that happened in season one. Um, and I thought it looked really good. It was it was really gruesome, like limbs everywhere. And I don't was I feel like the first season wasn't as violent, but I might have misremembered. I don't, like, I can't did remember. you see like there was a guy on the floor? And that mage does that thing to see how he was killed. Yeah. And his face is just gone. Yeah, I remember that. And then also caved there's, in. there's all the mercy killings happening as well with Vilgefort yeah. walking around, working out who's alive and then just making sure that they're dead as well. Yeah. Which initially you were like, oh, but then you think actually that's probably... That's probably no, I wouldn't want killing. that. I'd, yeah. I'd crawl away. Well, you, wouldn't want crawl. To be, you wouldn't want the mercy? I don't want the mercy killing. Okay. I want to crawl away. I don't think they actually had a say in it and he was assuming that it was probably okay for... He was That's just going around euthanising. Yeah. I know, it's not fair. He's, he should have... Do you want to crawl away or do you want me to stab you? <laughs> you know? Um, I, do something no, very, I, I do something very similar to our cats when they try to crawl away as well. And I'll how just many grab cats them. have you? We've got two cats. When you did can this ha- happen? You can have them if you want. When did you um, get cats? I, they're, they're Joe's cats. Stormy yeah. and Peanut. You've got a dog and two cats. Got do a dog you? and two cats, yeah. So, the, so I, I don't think I've seen your cats. Um, you must have seen the cats. They were, they've been here the whole time. No, I They're never. Two, two man, two mancoon cats. One, like what? Tabby. Yeah, two. One's Are they tabby. massive? Yeah, they're quite big. Yeah, they're the biggest cats. Yeah, mancoons. Oh my god. So I do a similar. I'm, I'm not saying I euthanize the cats, but when they try to crawl away, if we've had a little <laughs> cuddle, I'll then just grab them and then, like you know, tickle them, sort of thing. Yeah, uh, that's it's not, fine. It's, it's quite, it's quite different. It's um, like a mercy you know, killing. Anyway, so, so anyway, <laughs> yes, is um, Yennefer dead? That's what they're thinking. They're thinking yeah. Yennefer might have died. Everyone thinks. Um, Geralt's very sad about that. We'll find out later, as we'll see later. And the main sort of mage is like, yeah, trying to figure out how she died. If she died, Siri has some PTSD. She's having some anxiety dreams. And then Geralt talks about his. Do you have an anxiety dream? I don't think I have a particular anxiety dream, but I mm. have to say that recently I've started playing The Witcher 3 on a second go. And I used to wake up. You look, you're looking at me disgusted. I don't know where this is going to go. So, I used to, yeah. so, so I'm, not, I'm not joking. So a few weeks ago, I would always wake up maybe once or twice. Um, and I like nightmares as well. So even if it was from an anxiety, you know, sort of. A, a you like thing. nightmares? Yeah, I like, I like. I have cheese before I go to bed, so I could. It's like watching a movie in your head. No, but... this is this is. I don't <laughs> think anyone's ever said they like a nightmare. No, but it's like it's like watching your own movie. Anyway, 
But okay. so what happened was uh, I'd always wake up irrespective and then not be able to get back to sleep. I start playing The Witcher 3 again and I'm not kidding, I'm sleeping the best I've ever had. I'd, I've not woken up a single time since I've started playing it again. So I think there's something there's something in that game that's calming. It's probably calming. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I have anxiety dreams that I um I have to go up on stage to do stand up and I'm not prepared is always the dream. I've had loads of those. That feels like a reality for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever no, have you ever... literally it's like it's your it's like they just announce your name and you're completely not ready. It's horrible. I have I have had one or two of those actually. Okay, so but you yeah, also yeah. you you always get that feeling anyway at some point, don't you? Probably like four seconds before you go on, you're like, no, okay, yeah, yeah. But this is di- the dream is is a different. I'd say anyway, something very nice happens. See, this makes me think someone might have listened to this podcast even, who works on The Witcher, because I was annoyed that there wasn't enough of the science, Geralt's magic science going on, or like it was it was never talked about. He did a few of the odds. But it wasn't talked about. But here, Roach is, pa- is freaking out and he calms Roach down and he even says it's Axie. Yeah, so that is good. There was, uh, and yeah. I, do, I do like that. But I quite like, <laughs> so again, going back to, and again, this is a game thing rather than anything else. I quite like the white glow they get whenever you use Axie. Okay. So it tells yeah. you that they're, they're in a calming influence. Whereas mm. obviously in the game, you, you're not really... You, you don't see that as much. Yeah, that's a good point, I guess. But I still thought, I thought, I thought it was a good effort. I was very happy they did that. And also it helped because um, Siri's learning about, you know, what Geralt is, I guess. And then unfortunately, I've written in my notes that um, he calms Roach down and then pretty much the next scene, they go to that this house because Geralt says he has an old friend. They're going to stop off. And the house starts freaking out. The doors and everything start opening and slamming. And that poor horse now, is freaking out even more. But you didn't use the axe on it this that time when he probably loved it more. Right? For God's sake. But there's there's sometimes um like for instance in the game, okay, I'm going back to the game. Mm. Gosh, I've got to I've got to refer more to the books because remember they said they're not. They're, yeah. Anyway. And that's your but... whole purpose on this. <laughs> you know, is to talk about the books. We <laughs> that's that, my whole purpose. <laughs> yeah. This isn't what we got you in for. Um so <laughs> But in the games, you can use Roach to help his when he's scared. You can use that sort of antagonism to help in some of the battles. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was a plan to leave Roach on point to have Good the point. adrenaline needed. Mm-hmm. But it was essentially mm-hmm. it was essentially a house alarm. That's what that was. Yeah, it was. You know, I've, I've not mean... been to any houses that do that. But if I did, I wouldn't go in. Mm-hmm. And then we meet Geralt's friend Nivelin. Who's a kind of pig man, warthog very, face. Very close to Beauty and the Beast. There's a lot of similarities mm. in that. I thought he looked good, though. I thought they did a good job with him. Don't you think? Yeah, I do, I, I do think that. And um, it felt quite Christmassy. I did We did watch it <laughs> initially around Christmas, but there was a lot of snow and it felt like a little Christmas beast. But he had a broken tusk and I couldn't work out why why that oh, might have been it. Why he had a broken tusk? Yeah. It's the, the Brooks that he's getting off with, isn't it? Probably got too excited. What? <laughs> no, I just snapped his tusk off with the passion. You know, you know how it is um, when your tusk gets snapped gotta, off. That, that's got to hurt, though. Yeah, but I mean, he's gone through a lot of pain. Well, as we also probably. see that he's also dealt out a lot of pain as well, which is probably why he's been mm. made. Into oh beast. God! Yeah. So he has a curse on him. We find out 
someone's cursed him. We don't know why he's been cursed. You can tell there's something up with him from the start, can't you? Like Geralt is very suspicious. Doesn't say thank you when he gives him food. I noticed when the food falls from the sky, the ceiling. Yeah, everything falls. So, so he's got magical powers, which mm. can be used to basically, you know, demand anything, and it turns up. Remember, there's a whole copper bath that suddenly turns up. Uh, yeah. Siri and co- copper baths—that's nice. expensive. Copper baths, you know, it's like mm. anything you can get. And he's also does that thing where he turns, where I was going to say turn on the lights, but he ignites all the candles in one go. Almost like Very a mini Igni, and there's a little, there's a little nod from Geralt saying, "Yeah, well, mm. it's not that trick." Yeah, exactly. He does it all the time. Yeah, I've clearly he's got all the powers in the house. Um, and then there's the Nilfgaardian baddie who's about to be tortured, questioned, not Cahir. tortured, not sure. Cahir, 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 Cahir. Yeah. Oh, I've got some. I've got some. I've got something to say about Cahir actually because I never spotted him in the game except The Witch Three. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the game again. What am I doing? But um, I don't. I came across a reference to him in the game. Right. Um, so um, do you remember the bit in the game where Geralt is looking for Yaskia, and yes. he goes to see Yaskia's um, former romances or mm-hmm. people he's romancing, and one of them is called Molly. And then this uh, Molly has gone from being a, a maid at a house to marrying someone who's quite rich and is then at the races. And so he goes to speak to her at the races. Yeah. One of the four horses was owned by Kahir. Cool. That was a long reference, but just, <laughs> I was quite excited because I was like, oh, Kahir. <laughs> that's good. Anyway, that's a yeah. good little, that's like a little Easter egg now. Nice. Um, and she does, um, she says she's going to sort of look in his mind and then she sticks his fing- her fingers in his head. Do you remember that bit? Which mm-hmm. I would have liked this week because i've been having i had i've just recovered from covid and i had terrible headaches and i would have loved uh, it looked a mage like, to stick her fingers in it did look like she was giving a headache rather than mm. stopping it though no trust me anything you know when you're in so much pain it's like anything i just need anything to change he was feeling. screaming yeah it's fine like he was screaming like he was in pain not like ah, it was like a massage it wasn't like it wasn't like <laughs> he just had a dose of paracetamol and ibuprofen and was like oh yeah this is great it's like a it's like a really you know just a intense massage i think but no he he screams she what does she say she's like uh you're gonna you're gonna scream more than ever basically is what she says but in a more cool she said way. this is gonna be like gout is it what i think she says does she say that <laughs> not exactly but it's meant to be painful gout so yeah, she's yeah. getting she's getting the info from him, and we also find out that Yennefer is, of course, alive, as you'd expect. She has not been killed in battle. She's been taken prisoner by that evil little group. Not for long, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because they um, then that little group yeah. themselves become hostage. Careful, don't go ahead. Don't accidentally go to no, 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 no. Going to become okay. a hostage to an as yet unknown. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Bear in mind, I've only just seen this episode. Exactly. But, um, yeah. I've, I literally, I don't know. I'm not sure what that could even be yet. I, or it didn't hit me instantly. Maybe if I had to think. She's in Dimeritium Chains. Thing, thing from the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, not the chains. And what's he called again? Nivelin shows serious story um, about a, an elven there is- someone. 
there is something slightly, and I mean, I know I'm saying this because he's obviously a beast, but there is something slightly creepy about him as well. It's not like a Beauty and oh, the yeah. Beast, but that's what I mean. I think I think the actor's done a really good job because mm. he has that thing about him where he's like fun and silly or whatever, but you can tell there's something not right about him. Which I thought he did really well, the guy. And also, there's creaking in the ceiling. We know there's some kind of thing in the ceiling. So had so you knew what that was immediately. Then I'd read you? the book, uh, so I knew that. I knew what that was. So I knew that from you, the last Did you wish, know this whole story from the book? So I knew the story is slightly different from the book from what I remember, but I knew the overarching story of what was what we were waiting to see. Yeah, definitely. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hadn't read that though, had you? No, I haven't this, read any this. This is like a, a brand new story. Although yeah, yeah. Nivellen does pop up in the game as well though. Does he? Yeah. What does he do in the game? He's one of... He, Remember that? Um, I think it's a werewolf, though, where oh, he, he's trying to die, and he right. wait, every, time, every time every time he dies, he wakes up again, and he can't. And then he eventually asks Geralt. It's quite a tough part. But of he's the game. got a Northern Irish accent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> Even I, more I like scary. <laughs> I like that. I enjoyed that bit of the game. Um, I did. Rem- I did actually realize. I should have. I should have written that down. He does. I did realize he has the same thing as the werewolf, where he can't die because he's been trying to kill himself a few times, and it's not worked because it's a curse. Um, yeah, he's clearly hiding something, and then the the creature comes out of the ceiling when Siri's trying to sleep. She introduces herself. She's Farina, a friend of Nivellen's. Yeah, creature. I like. Vamp- she's a vampire. What? A Brookser is a vampire. Oh right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I like the way she moved around. Did you? Yeah, I, it, it felt oddly familiar, and it made me yeah. think: Have I met some Brooks's before who yeah. do that sudden, that sudden movement? It's a bit like it's good. I the Ring, isn't it? That film, The Ring, yeah. where they kind of call it out. is like The Ring. It's a bit like The Exorcist. She does an Exorcist move later. Yeah. By the way, um, what do you think? But the I tasting, thought she was good. Yeah. What, I, what do you think the you tasting know. of the tears was for? Because I mean. Yeah, I don't know. What could you get from tasting someone's tears? No, I thought it's probably like a salty taste. Yeah. I've w- not had a lot of that. <laughs> I wonder if it's like, if it's a gives an indication, because this, this is what it gave the impression of, that it was an indication as to how the blood might taste. Yeah, that so it's makes almost sense. Like, it's almost like when you take the cork off a of wine, you give it a little sniff. Maybe that's but what that's tears are. But that's good. But that's really good as well, because even at that point, you know, at that point you're led to believe that she's good. And, you know, she's, you know, whatever. Not all monsters are bad, all of that stuff. So that's quite good because it can have a double meaning of like, oh, is she, is she tasting the tears to like try and some weird magic thing where she can like, you know, tell that why she's upset or whatever. She can see her dreams. Or is it because she knows, yeah, she's getting a bit, a hint of the blood, a small hint of it. But she doesn't kill Siri, to be fair. Well, you know that that would be game over for her if she did anything to Siri. Yes, like that seemed pretty clear. Oh, that was a good scene. And he shows her that story. Uh, Nivellen shows Siri that story as well with the moving thing. It's like a Witcher Netflix. Yeah. It's a whole little film. What the little story is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's about a, it's about an elf and a mage that run away together. I think it's a bit of a Romeo and Juliet thing. Why is that relevant? Maybe that will maybe that will be relevant. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Elf and a mage that run away together. I guess it's two people who feel like they're outcasts, maybe in a human world. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, uh, is like it? It's a subtle foreshadowing as well of what's coming, isn't it? Because the cut, they get killed. Yeah, that's what happens in the story. Uh, 
Um, I, thought, I was thinking then whether I'd encountered recently a story of an elf and a mage on the game, but it wasn't. It was Geralt visiting the Passiflora and visiting an elf there. Yes. Is that in... I don't remember. Pa- Passiflora is one of the upmarket brothels. Yes, of course. In, in uh, Novigrad. They confirm that she is a Bruxer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Bruxer. Oh, yeah, that's it. Geralt figures out. Figures out. He's like, There's a Bruxer in the house. Oh, he finds the two bodies at the start, doesn't he? With well, no, he, well he goes out when he starts su- su- being suspicious. Remember, Roach sort of nudges him out of the way and says, go and look at those footprints. And then he works yeah. out whatever it is can fly. And then he yeah. heads back. It can fly! That's what yeah. he does. It can fly! And um, then he goes to Siri and says, yeah. you need to get to Roach. Stay with Roach. And if I don't come out right away. Mm. And then Siri says, what, what are you talking about? What are you on about? And then Geralt turns around and his eyes are black. So yeah. that's because he's had the black blood potion. Yeah. For vampires. He was thirsty at night. Yeah. Yes. Looks cool. So I think the black black blood is meant to be that if a vampire bites you, then they get poisoned from it. Is it? Yeah. That's what I think the black blood does. So the idea is they they then, you know, lose energy from biting you, basically. Yes, yes. And then there's a shocking scene because Geralt gets back in the house. The Brooks is having... Vampire sex. That's not vampire sex. She's biting him and she's on top of him. Yeah, but I don't. It's kind of romantic. I, I don't think. I don't think there's any intercourse going on there. Oh, you don't know. I don't think there's any any discourse <laughs> going on. But she's on top of him, like it's kind of it's kind of sexual, isn't it? It's definitely implied. Um, yeah. But judging by the pools of and gallons of blood pouring out of his neck, I'm not sure mm. whether. There's blood you going to any other parts of the body. That's what I was going to say, of course, because yeah. Ed is a doctor, everyone. And um, you know that, no, he can't. There's going to be no chance of that mm. with the blood spraying out. Yeah, unfortunately. So, yeah, there's, but that I would call that, I'd, I'd call that vampire sex. Do nice vampire, new addition to do, the I mean, I don't know. Do, vampi- do vampires sleep with each other? Well, that's how or do they, they do or do it, they sleep? It? Or do they sleep with? They're all like sexy, aren't they? Like in Blade, <laughs> you know? The way they're all like drinking up the blood and it's all, they're getting excited by it. Blades. Perverts, man. Blades vampires. quite an old reference for uh, it is. for vampires. <laughs> it you know? is. Like, I mean, like that's that's Wesley Snipes. Actually, let me just see when the first... It's great, man. It's great. <laughs> I can't believe... I'm going to guess, of, I'm going to say all... ni- 99. Or out out of all the, all the references you could have done, you is went for one, old? which was uh, 1998. 88, 98. 1998. Who'd have who'd thought that 24 years on, that yeah. would be the go-to vampire. Oh, um, and then um, when Geralt sees her on top of him, Vampire Sex, he does a great Igni, doesn't he? He's doing some great use of Igni here. Was it Igni he used? Isn't it? Wait, what's Igni? No, Ard. I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah, Ard, well, yeah. Igni is fire, yeah. Ard, of course. Uh, Ard, that's what I meant to do. I put Igni in my notes. He's doing a great bit of Ard, and he's sticking his hand out the force, and she's going flying. I thought that was good. Well, if you remember, good. before he, he could do that, she did the whole sort of um, oh, sound yes, sound of spectrum screen. Which, and that um, is, they've copied that from the game, haven't they? Well, yeah. So, yeah. well, I, yeah. I can't remember how it is from the books, but that's definitely what happens yeah. in the game. So you get these. Oh, exactly. Yeah. It looks the same as the game and sounds the same. And that's great. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. People the, who made it. So we see that a few times. Netflix. And then, and then we go into the courtyard for what is essentially a boss fight. 
but um, we get to see some other signs there as well because we, we, there's another art there as well. But yes. I think we get to see oh. a Quen. What? She does, she, oh, she does the scream. In it about it, yes. And then he he's he's doing a quen to block that, and then he does an ard, which yeah. I thought was really exciting. I was really, really good. That. Yeah, that's a good fight scene. Well, you know, one of the criticisms of the first series uh, that we had, I think, and a lot of people had was there could have been a bit more good fighting in there. Like um, the first, the very first episode had a great fight scene, didn't it? And then it felt like it didn't. It that kind of stopped. Whereas I thought this was a good little. Fight. Yeah, and I'm not quite sure who is the choreographer. Might check it out, yeah. but the if you remember that first yeah. fight scene was a different choreographer to the rest of the series as well. Yes, so. we'll find that out for the next one. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the fight, and then uh, she takes Siri hostage, and at that point, Nivellen, which I didn't expect this to happen, comes out and stabs her with a great big thing. What is it? Like a big, um, some, some kind of spear type thing? Yes, yeah, some spear axe thing. A, a javelin has a hook on it. Has a hook probably- on it though. Probably a javelin from the from the from the nineteen ninety yeah. <laughs> Olympics. Um, was there Olympics in the nineties? There was a javelin contest, but they found it anyway. Yeah, junction of the so, spheres when the nineteen nineties joined into the monster world of humans. Oh, this is where she does a full uh, exorcist move, and her whole head twists around, which I thought was great. And then pulls herself towards the velum on the shaft She's on the um, shaft of the shaft. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna I'm kill not, him. I'm not yeah uh and but then Geralt steps in and lops off the head lovely yeah lovely move cuts her head clean but off. you know what I don't think she was she wasn't evil evil though she genuinely wanted to be friends with Siri because remember every time she turned towards Siri this she is it though so this whole discussion breaks out this whole ethical debate are monsters all bad right and I think they are because she killed that couple. Right? Yeah. So the idea was that Nivellum was stopping her kill lots of things because he she was feeding on him, but that wasn't the case because she was still going and killing people. Yeah, because he says, like, oh, yeah. she's not she's not bad. She just sometimes couldn't help herself. She's still killing people. Yeah. Nivellin, you idiot. And then we find out he's a lot worse, actually. Oh, and then I thought this was very handy. The corpse doesn't sort of stay there, it it cremates itself. And it says, she says just before it happens, he'll come for oh, you yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Now, I didn't know whether that was referring to someone else, but it said he will come for you as well. That made me think that he meant that she, she meant that Geralt would be committed. That's what to I her. thought. Yeah, which I thought was a bit of a loose insult because you, you're not going to pay attention to that, are you? If you're Siri, you're like, well, you know, Geralt's protecting me. I'm not a monster. I, ha- I didn't kill a couple at the start of this episode. Stupid Brookser. But yeah, Brooks is dead. I, yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, there's the whole discussion of was she a monster or wasn't she? Was which she a monster? Nice, I thought maybe she's waiting for the Sue Gray report before she can. Well, say she is she a monster. Was a monster. Yeah. yeah, but but is are all monsters bad? I think they are. Maybe I'm a fascist, right? <laughs> but I think they should all be killed, <laughs> right? If they if they sometimes just can't help themselves, that's not good enough. You mean even if you you can't even have a a time of prob- probation after you first. No. No, I think you kill all of them, in my opinion. Are you pro monster? I wouldn't say I'm pro monster, but um, I don't know. I guess your stance might be a bit more yeah. eternal it's very, fire. Very right wing, my you're, stance. You're, you're, you're the eternal fire version yeah. of uh, monster killing. Exactly. 
I'll tell you one thing uh, also um, about that episode is it's at the beginning when Siri, where they're talking about where they might go and hide, just while I remember mm-hmm. this, is that they talk about where they could go. And one of them, they say Skellige or Skellig. She said, oh, I can go to Skellig. Oh, I didn't notice And that. he says, yeah, so I'm not sure if it's Skellige or Skellig, because I'm sure in the game it's Skellige. Yeah. But they said, anyway, um, Geralt said the food's great there. Now, there was nothing to suggest that the food is great in Skellige from the game. They have the a book big so feast. Far. They have a big feast when you go. Remember? But, but it all looks, you know. It all looks the same, the food in, yeah. the, in the Witcher game, though. It's all just big roast chickens and stuff, isn't it, really? Yeah, it's just a small like big roast meats. meat. Yeah. 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 But that is, that's good, isn't it? Mm. It, would, it didn't make me think that the food was better than where it where they were there. Because they were in sort of Sintra and Broccolon and stuff. So I, I don't know why. Maybe they're all, maybe there's not mm. as, maybe it's more meaty, like you said. In well, maybe he is. just likes the Skellige food, you know? Mm. It's um, subjective. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we find out a horrible twist, which is this, uh, was this in the original story that he, in fact, we find out why he was cursed after all. I think mm-hmm. this might be in the original story so i feel in, like it, it would be because it would be it's quite a bleak thing to bring into it so it feels like an old story if it's been I mean. a long time since i read that story but i'm pretty sure there was uh there was other he used to have when he turned into werewolf he had other women come to sort of stay with him and comfort him to have give him company and tradesmen would come and return for gold to leave their daughter with him for a periods of time something like that happened which oh, you don't okay. see in this episode but mm-hmm. yes i think that initial story might still be there but yeah it's quite obviously quite a dark term which he just suddenly comes out with yeah yeah and um, i don't know what i don't know what other outcome he could you could possibly expect from that as well but this is the thing right so i don't feel bad at all for either of them the brookser or the uh, you know, um, warthog man, because the love isn't real, is it? Anyway, it's a curse, right? That's the curse, the love and blood thing. So it wasn't. Oh, even... so oh, so the curse was that until someone that he loved died, yeah, then he would forever remain the beast, and therefore mm. his love died, and therefore the curse got lifted. But yeah, so it's not even real. Yeah, so it's fine. So we should all be happy that they're both dead. I feel I feel more sorry for the Brookser in a way because I feel like that by the nature is a monster and was just doing, you know, Mon- monster things. Yeah, I mean, like if you've got a pet and it, you know, it does a, you know, a dog scratch or something, it's like that's what a dog does. And I think a Brookser was doing what a Brookser does. Yeah, she only loved him also because of the spell. Yeah, and she was just using him for the for the bit of blood anyway. Yeah. And the other, well, the other thing I felt sorry for, actually, the person I felt sorry for was Geralt, because he doesn't have many friends. <laughs> and uh, it felt like Nivellum was someone who potentially was, there was a bit of history, if you remember, he saved him from, I think it was a wyvern when he was a kid and stuff. Yeah. And so it felt like, oh, this is revisit, you know, revisiting a friend from Geralt. You know, it's great for him to catch up and maybe it's good for his mental health and stuff. But then to find out that actually his friend is a monster, like a real mm. monster you know, at the end. Like, so it's, it, I feel, I felt quite bad for him. Oh, poor guy. Quite somber. Yeah. Poor guy. But overall um, though, so what did you think of it overall then? I liked the episode very much. And um, I was just going to say, Geralt tells Siri like next time, listen, he's very, you know, and fair enough. Well, he can't be too, it. he can't be too parenty, but yeah, he's yeah. telling her to, 
yeah, I, listen next time. I was I was quite excited, um, but and I, I did enjoy it, and I thought it wrapped up nicer than the others. And I also thought the graphics were a bit better than mm-hmm. the first ep- first series as well. The only thing was that the the snow was too good. It it was it was too good. It was too floaty and too nice in the battle scene and when they were going through the woods, and it was you know snow's never that nice. You know this was nice snow. It's like a it wasn't even falling. It was just going across the screen. Right. And I was okay, like, oh, so, be beautiful. I'm okay with that though. Wait, you're criticizing the snow. It's too I'm criticizing real. the snow. It right. Was, and I want to know whether it was real snow or whether it was, you know, just sort of fake snow. I don't think it was real snow. Yeah, but you got to because they were filming it in like forests and stuff. They can't like use fake snow in like a green environmental they, area. They probably can, right? No, no. but they could have CGI'd, CGI'd some snow in. Mm. I've got to admit, I didn't really look at the snow. That would have upset me if they'd CGI'd the snow in. Right. I didn't um, even wrong. The snow wasn't like the snow was nice. I was just feeling slightly envious that, you know, I'd never been around that kind of snow before. Okay. You know, I, sort of soft I think snow. it's fine because it's all like magic and stuff anyway. Stuff can look a little bit. That's true. Yeah. But I have to say, um, one of the, I really enjoyed this episode. One of the things I had with the first season, I think there were times when it didn't feel that believable, like which sounds weird, but I mean, I guess I didn't believe in some of the characters that much. Whereas in this, I thought these two, the Brookser and the you know Warthog guy, I thought they were both really good. You know, really believed it. Did do you think? Believed it. Really? So I thought it's quite an amusing thing to say. Like I'm not sure if I believed in. Some of the like the it's dragons. Like when you, you didn't watch, believe the dragons, but it's like when you watch anything, you know, it can be just a drama. It can be an episode yeah. of EastEnders. Well, or, I know. think I think there's um, a lot more be- believability about it. And I think we might get to see that as well later on. For instance, mm-hmm. I feel you definitely see that you know a series starts to come into it more of a. Hang on a second, Joe. There's That's someone, a rock, sir. That's there's, a, rock, sir. <laughs> there was something digging it, in the wind. It was. It was from the ceiling as well, Joe. No, he's gonna die. <laughs> this is why I go to look for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> look, we're nearly, we've nearly, we're nearly ah! done anyway. I mean, um, that, yeah. that's that's you, the whole what, episode. And what, and what did you feel about sort of um, yeah. the the acting and stuff like that? No, I thought it was good. That's what I mean. Yeah. I thought that that's what I'm praising. Um, the writing, I thought, was very good. I thought it was it all looked good to me. Um, there were times in the first season where I thought it didn't look that great. Some of it. But I thought yeah. this all looked pretty good, you know. I re- I really liked it. I've had mixed reports from what uh, from friends and family, and just okay. speaking to general people. I've had people say how much they've enjoyed it and definitely see it as a mm. progress. And then I've had people say to me they thought it was utter shit, which was very disappointing. Really? As well. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's interesting, but you're never going to please everyone. Are but you? are these people to... fans of the first? No, season? and they're not people that are fans of the book. Either. Sorry, of the um. Of the book or the Any games, of it. yeah, exactly. Right. The people watching it mm-hmm. uh, are new, as it were. But well, no, we'll see. Look, this is only the first episode that I've only seen. The first one, as it goes on, I might not feel the same. I hope I do. I guess we'll find out. Right? Yeah. So that's that's that then, right? Yeah, that's the that's the that's, first that's episode. episode one. I haven't done Thank a quiz you. this time Thank though. You. I'm oh, done a quiz, you know what? But... We'll have it for next time. Look, yeah. the reason we've been a bit late to this second because it's been out for a, f- a few weeks now, hasn't it? Yeah, it's because we've just been very busy. I yeah. got quite bad COVID. Well, I say quite bad, people have had it worse. And I've been looking after people who've got COVID. Yeah, that's part of part of the reason. That's, yeah, and and yeah, we've had we've had a lot on. 
but um yes we're back in the swing of it now um thank you very much for listening everyone thank you for joining us 